Some people listen to Radio Liferay because of the technical information they want to learn about the product. Some people listen to it because they are interested in the stories behind the product. If you want to learn technical details, this will not be your episode. Welcome to episode 65, where I, Olaf Koch, am talking to and with Jolt Balog, and we can congratulate each other to our 10th birthday, which is what we call the anniversary within the company. So you have been warned, there's not much technical information, but there's a lot of detail of history, of our common history within the past 10 years, That all started on the 1st of April 2010. Yes, you can be with the same company for that long of a time. Without much further ado, let's go into this personality episode. My guest today is Jolt Balog, our general manager in the, in Hungary, in the Budapest office. But he's not in the Budapest office because, well, this time. It's 2020, it's Corona time. Anyway, welcome, Jolt. Thank you. It's great to be back to Radio Life Ray. Yes, you are a repeat guest, but we never talked to each other for Radio Life Ray because in episode 24, I've only published a presentation from you at our symposium in 2012. Yes, we've actually uh, spent the uh, past eight or seven years on planning this, having this episode. So finally, finally, we have a chance to, uh, to celebrate actually. And uh, I'm really happy that uh, finally I could do a radio life episode. Speaking of celebration, happy birthday. For you too. As we say, um, that's our 10th anniversary is coming up uh, in the beginning of April. So both of us then have our 10 years and both of us will not be allowed in the office on that day, I guess. Yes, yes, uh, we will celebrate our 10th year anniversary on the beginning of April. 2020, and, uh, so 2020, that is for people yes. listening to this afterwards, but Corona yes, gives because, it away. Yes, because we opened the office in 2010 and uh, we've actually planned a big party um, on a ship on the river Danube uh, and unfortunately we had to delay that party but uh, we are planning to organize it again in September so hopefully we'll be able to uh, share more good news from that party. Right now we will celebrate online. Um, we still have to figure out how uh, but uh, that's, that's something that we need to do nowadays. Uh, times like these are the stress test times for the internet. I guess. And, uh, well, if you figure it out, let me know. And when you know when you'll actually go onto the river, let me know. Definitely. Perfect. So uh, you are with Liferay for 10 years and uh, all of those years in Hungary, which is where you live. So yes. Good coincidence. How did you find Liferay or how did Liferay find you? It's a long story. Uh, I will try to keep it short and interesting. So uh, around 2009, uh, we, I was working for an IT company who was providing um, life rate portal solutions to their customers. And uh, we've noticed a value in, in the life rate community. 
we have been working a lot on uh, helping people out on the Life forums. And uh, I became actually the Hungarian translator. Uh, and I was actually um, trying to catch up Olaf uh, on, and so you on, on the forums on, on having the same rank uh, on, on answers. So I spent a lot of time on, on trying to be the first one who answers community questions. Um, and as I really like to work with Lightray, um, I convinced my managers that uh, it would be great if we could go to uh, Germany to the 2009 Lightray Symposium. And uh, it did not go too well in the beginning, but in the very, very last minute, they said yes. So we couldn't even buy a plane ticket. We had to drive to Frankfurt, which is a 12-hour drive. And uh, we found a small hotel and uh, we went to the symposium. And uh, by the time I was a system administrator, uh, so you can imagine how introverted I was. Um, and not just because I was system administrator, but I was introverted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say. Uh, then uh, Brian Chen on the first day held his keynote. And after his keynote, uh, right at 9 a.m., and we went to Brian and said, told Brian that, hey, Brian, uh, we are a small company in Hungary and uh, we would like to do a little bit more life-rate work. So uh, we would like to send you a proposal to become a partner. We would like to send you more information. And Brian Chen said, no. And we were devastated there. Like, we just wanted to send some information. But in like two seconds, he said, Let's talk right here, right now. So we had started to talk uh, to Brian, and uh, Brian Chung also joined to that conversation. We, ha we actually have a photo of that, which I show at uh, every birth uh, birthday of Liferay. So, so we started to chat. Uh, we, we discussed who we were. And, um, and long story short, uh, we founded uh, Liferay uh, Hungary together in 2010. Uh, and the office opened in April. From that uh, event, there was a funny story. I did not speak English too well. And, um, and I was, as I said, I was introverted. And uh, I was trying to hide into a corner at the networking event uh, at night. And uh, then somebody was tapping on my shoulder, like, hey, Joel. And that was Brian Chen. It's like, ooh, Brian knows my name. Then I, I decided in myself that from now on, I speak English. So that was the breaking point in my mind, I guess. And this is a time when I started speaking English fluently and, and I could actually spend time in a conversation. So that was a fun night. And that was, uh, well, a life-changing event for me. That all sounds relatable because uh, there's, this is a conversation of two introverts. As, as I like to say, I'm easily able to hide behind a glass of water. But by now, like after 10 years of being at Liferay and being at networking events, nobody realizes and nobody believes that uh, they're dealing with an introvert. And can I turn the question back to you? Like, how did you start at Liferay? How did I start at Liferay? Yes, actually, you can uh, turn that around. Uh, my start was in 2008 when I was working for a small consulting company in Germany. And I was evaluating 
I would say, largely content management systems with a, uh, with a tendency to be able to be extended. And back then, I deeply distrusted PHP just for reasons. So I've ruled out PHP personally and found some things, but I didn't find anything I really liked. So when I went to my boss and he said, uh, well, which one would you recommend? I said, well, actually, I can only recommend the one that sucks the least. He asked me if I knew of LifeRay, which I've never heard of. So he offered me another day or two of evaluation time. And that was in times of, I think, version 5.1, the last version without a control panel, uh, which means that the learning curve was basically a wall that you were standing in front of with no ladder. But I liked it, got some help from the German office and got on board. And three weeks later, there was the first European Symposium 2008. And that was when I uh, basically just told my boss, hey, I'm, I'm going to go there. And I went, and then I got involved in the company. Back then, there was only the open source version and services offered by the company. So we, of course, went with the open source version. That was the only one. And I paid back by just participating on the forums. As you said, uh, you were trying to catch up. Actually, in the time while you were speaking, I've looked it up, and you have a little bit to do there. To yes. catch up. <laughs> yes, I, I have to catch up. Uh, I I couldn't go to the community forums uh, as much as possible, but I'm trying to help in other ways. And uh, nowadays, I'm working on Docker, for example, to make a Docker available for everyone. Uh, but in the beginning, uh, I was actually I actually became a Jedi master on the Life forums uh, back then. So I actually got a, a lightsaber. I, I, I really have to be careful about the vocabulary and the terminology here because the team would kill me if I would use uh, the laser saber or whatever, so the <laughs> lightsaber. And I was knighted uh, by 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 my friends when I became one. So so this is how you know that it was really important for me to be part of the community. Uh, tell tell the team it doesn't really matter. Star Wars isn't the same since Spock is dead anyway. <laughs> So eat that. <laughs> well, coming uh, coming on, uh, so I, I got some visibility on the forums. And uh, after a while, that was in 2010. In the beginning of 2010, uh, LifeRay contacted me and uh, the rest is history. So my first working day was, or actually my first contract day is 1st of April. But I've started a training two days earlier because there was a three-day training that reached until the 1st of April. So technically, I've started a little bit earlier. Our official starting date is uh, is uh, 1st of April, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I contacted you because I thought, well, happy birthday. We're, we're celebrating the birthday of people. So let's go. And as we can't celebrate... Let's go here. How did the office work from then? I believe I remember that you were five people starting. And where are you now? And what are you actually doing in that office? Yes, we were five people uh, starting. And uh, we started to work on providing support. In the beginning, uh, we actually misunderstood uh, what SLAs we need to provide. 
and we were actually very enthusiastic. So, and we are still, <laughs> I always have to correct myself when I talk about the past. So, so we were really enthusiastic and we misunderstood the SLAs. So we actually provided uh, solutions for our customers extremely fast and we were actually managing a lot of load uh, back then, which meant that uh, we could we could actually grow the support team uh, really with, with a great speed. So uh, today we have 70, between 70 and 75 people. This is our uh, general headcount um, these years. And uh, the biggest portion of our office is still uh, providing the subscription services for the EMEA region. Uh, so all of life customers in Europe, Middle East and Africa are getting uh, their support uh, from the Hungarian office with the exception of uh, of Southern uh, Europe because uh, Spain, uh, is, Spain support is provided by the Spanish office. Uh, besides this, uh, we are, we provide all the services which other offices are providing. So we have an engineering team, we have a consultancy team, uh, we can provide trainings. Uh, we also run the office. We have, uh, we have sales and marketing teams for the CEE regions in our office. I've always been irritated by that CEE as Liferay has CE and EE or for a long time had EE versions. So central Central and Eastern Europe, that is. Yes. CEE. Yep. Took me took me by surprise first time I saw that. Yes, uh, it would be uh, tougher if we would use uh, East Europe only, because then we would have the EE. That's right. Yeah. Like like, like for EE, that that would be the really confusing part. Indeed. Yes. So yeah, it's better like this. So seventy people in the midst of uh, Budapest, somewhere. Yes, we, we actually have an office uh, in Budapest, in Vati Street. Our office is actually in a top of a hotel. And uh, we have an awesome balcony, which, which goes around actually both floors. And uh, what I really love about our balcony, and unfortunately, we are unable to use it right now, uh, but we have grills in the balcony. So we, when, when the weather is great, then we can basically cook our lunches out there. So we have usually hamburger parties and uh, sometimes we make sausage and chow up for the whole team. So, so it's a, uh, it's a really awesome office, uh, which right now is quite empty though. Yep. Do you have anyone currently there? Is, is anybody just doing emergency services right there? If somebody needs something, most of us are working from home. Uh, sometimes uh, people need to go in when we need uh, need to replace some equipment like uh, laptops or we need to sign some paperwork, but we are moving to digital uh, solutions uh, to sign papers and things like that, which was actually due. And we actually wanted to make these things happen um, because we want to become a paperless company. Um, but right now we are speeding these things up. And uh, doing our best to to lower the number of cases when we need to go into the office, uh, but it, it's a quite big office, so uh, we can host more than 100 employees in the office. And uh, right now, we only let one or two employees go in daily, so 
so the infection cannot be spread. We want to lower the uh, curve uh, to ensure that uh, that uh, the healthcare providers can provide the best help uh, to everyone. Yeah. I didn't really want to go into the timely thing. Like I said, Corona, anything that we talk about today will be outdated tomorrow because news goes so fast. But anyway, you say almost everybody is working from home or, well, virtually everybody is working from home. And I guess that in terms of support, that works as long as the internet works. So services are more or less uninterrupted, right? Uh, yes, our services are un uninterrupted. We are uh, actually uh, monitoring the situation closely, but there are no issues uh, with our services and we uh, don't even see any problems in the foreseeable future. Uh, of course, times can change pretty uh, quickly, but if we can stay home, I'm I'm quite confident that we don't, we won't have any issues. We are also looking after our suppliers and we do our best, uh, to, uh, to provide them with work. Uh, so, uh, so we can pay their bills, uh, so they can survive this pandemic, uh, financially. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we are also looking for solutions where, uh, we can help our customers who are hit, uh, by, um, by uh, this, so uh, for example, we have uh, some healthcare institutions, and we actually checked with them this morning if they scaled well enough, or we need to provide some help for them. But they said that they are doing great. Uh, and that was one of the Hungarian customers. Uh, they are doing great with the load, and they can manage the extra uh, extra, and they don't need extra capacity. So mm -hmm. that's great news. Okay, yeah, to the customers, if you haven't seen it yet, I think it was out yesterday or yesternight. Um, speaking of Europe and uh, speaking of, uh, I don't have the date currently, I don't know what day we are on, March uh, 2020, 19th of March 2020 is when we record. Uh, so Brian's, our CEO's notice just got out to the customers that if you are somehow affected by the pandemic and specifically or especially if you're in health services or anybody else related, uh, just contact us if you need to scale out more. Um, well, not contact us, but contact LifeRay, contact your representative, because I wouldn't know what to do. I just know where to point you to. And I guess that's the same with you, Jolt. Yes. Uh, well, we are, I, I can actually offer help, but um, but yes, uh, please contact LifeRay in any ways, and uh, we will figure out how to help. Yeah. So uh, with that, uh, something something unpandemic. So for the time, I'd, I'd like to register a complaint. You mentioned hamburger parties on the balcony. Speaking to a hamburger, because I live in Hamburg, so naturally I'm a hamburger. And I have no clue of that new office. How old is that office? When did you move in? To this office, we have moved in in 2012, so eight years ago. Wow, time flies fast. That's how long I haven't been in Budapest. Yes, yes. We haven't met for quite some time. Indeed, yes. I remember the old times when we met in Zulzbach. Was it the that, name? That is the name, yes. That's close to Frankfurt. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the life apartment uh, where we cooked together. That was quite awesome. I still remember all the recipes and I still use them. 
Yeah, there were quite some uh, quite some steaks prepared and devoured. Yes, yes. For for the various events, uh, I think there was specifically around the European Symposium events and. Yes, actually, uh, every uh, before every symposium, I could spend uh, one week in the German office, and uh, we've spent the time uh, together uh, that one week before. Uh, but these are still great and awesome memories for me. So yeah, and right now the German office is also a new one since last year. We've opened it last year, and uh, it's quite awesome. But the matter of the time, uh, it's currently also quite empty you said you have support you have engineering there what are the topics that you're working on in hungary in engineering in engineering yeah well support is whatever comes in i guess yes yes in support whatever comes in uh, in engineering we are working on staging and uh, also on application security how many of the original team of five are still there I know it's not everyone. It's two of us, me and Jigmund. Oh, that's only two. Okay. Yeah, that's only two. We actually uh, have uh, a lot of colleagues who stay with us for a really long time compared to uh, what um, the general economy says nowadays. Mm -hmm. We've hired Jigmund on, on the first day uh, when, uh, when Life Ray started and uh, he's still uh, working uh, for us and uh, he's actually leading the engineering team in Hungary right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Oh, And uh, then that brings me to another question because you started with a couple of Jolts. Uh, we always had some duplications in some offices. So there were Brunos in Brazil, Jolts in Hungary. How many Jolts do you have in the, in the office right now? Right now we have two Jolts. So previously we had uh, two out of five and uh, Zygmunt also got the Jolt name because uh, his, his name start with, starts with ZS. So people uh, started to use the Jolt name for him too. So we can actually calculate three by that time, uh, but uh, three out of five. Uh, oh, actually not three. Actually it was Actually, there was actually three uh, jolts. Uh, I just cannot calculate. So we had three jolts, uh, and with Jigmund, it's four out of five. And right now, it's two, if I calculate correctly, two out of uh, 70. So we actually have more popular names in Hungary. It's either Peter or Istvan uh, are the po more popular names, if I, if I know correctly. But I, I haven't check this for quite some time because the Bruno office is not Bruno office anymore either. Yeah, that's right. But we won't give away the other Jolt's family name. So if you have miscalculated, if you have missed one, nobody will know who. Yes, exactly. Great. So this is a good time to, or actually weird time to catch up, but good to catch up. And uh, as I said, this is rather a conversation than an interview. I don't have any real question that I'm burning to get answered. Is there anything that you want to uh, want to reveal or talk about? Any specific program? Yes, there is one thing which I wanted to mention. 
I wanted to thank you uh, for starting me on my public speaking career uh, because uh, we had a presentation together at a symposium. I'm not sure if you remember, we used eight or 10 actual tech, 10 images. I know. Yes, I remember that. To, to present. And uh, I actually started public speaking there and I and since then, actually, that's my hobby and do more and more of that. And I still remember the advices you gave me. And I actually still use that image format uh, most of the time because it really works for me. So I wanted to thank you for that because you've actually changed my life with that. You're welcome. Yeah. That was a so um, so that, 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 that's amazing. And I, since then, I imagine, uh, sorry, I not imagine, I enjoy doing public presentations so uh from an actually from an actual introvert i became like i actually discovered my extroverted side uh probably uh or i'd like to say that i'm ambiverted but uh, uh but i still haven't figured uh but thank you for for this and uh it means a lot to me well you're welcome I like to refer to stage in terms of public speaking stage as introvert heaven, because the larger the stage, the larger is the area that nobody will step in. You you have the attention. You don't need to gain the attention somehow. And uh, that's quite a nice way. And the presentation style that I remember was an experiment on my end as well. I know that I threw you in. We've had a presentation that was called 10 Lessons Learned in Support, something like that. About or, security practices, I think, like, or not security. Yes, 10 Lessons Learned in Support, like uh, don't run your production on HSQL exactly. and uh, yes. have a UAT system, don't test in production and back up your system and test your backups and things like that. Exactly. And that... Uh, Together with some horror stories, so there I can have a reference back to the David Nebinger episode from end of last year or beginning of this year, where he talked about horror stories. So this all is, of course, not just, hey, do this, don't do that. But uh, there are actual stories or there were actual stories in there, what happened in real life. And the presentation style was from Presentation Zen. Now a quite dated book, but it's still very current where you are working with full screen images rather than bullet points over bullet points. So uh, even back then, a Life After Death by PowerPoint was out, which is still a popular topic and a popular video on YouTube. Yes, I still I still don't use power, uh, bullet points only when uh, when I want the slides to be used after my presentation. Um, but uh, I, I, I actually switched to videos right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, today I will host a staff meeting for for the whole office online. I am, I will use quite substantial part of the Hungarian bandwidth, network bandwidth, when I will have my presentation. But hopefully uh, the network will survive. And uh, and no bullet points or. Some of my slides are uh, have bullet points, but uh, but they are uh, just reference bullet points. But most of them are images. Actually, I'm showing the image when I first talked to uh, Brian Chong, and the other ones are about dogs and wolves and some videos. And of course, I have a lot of coronavirus 
images because that's something that we need to talk about. Yeah, I guess so. Unfortunately, but uh, well, as long as we're all safe and flatten the curve, so it's no longer about safety, it's about flattening the curve. So um, as long as that works and continues to work, uh, let's uh, continue the effort and I'm, I'll be very curious where this all uh, leads us to. Well, for now, yes. for now, I guess uh, I can say thank you for being available on uh, this occasion now that we sit in the coziness of our homes. So it's always good to use that opportunity and celebrate with a virtual beer, with a virtual wine or with anything that just matches. Happy birthday. Happy birthday for you too. And uh, thank you for having me here. I really enjoyed talking to you.